Lucky Boys Podcast. Want to know something crazy? Mm-hmm. So, here's here's a little example of that. I've been to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like tickets. Yeah, you know things in that. Like it's just uh, once when I was in New York and once in New York City and once when I was out of New York City. Mm-hmm. And when I went to court to fight the tickets. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if, uh, you know, you people listening or watching or perhaps you too, Lex, uh, or even you know, when you go into these courtrooms, it is overwhelmingly dominated by minorities. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or basically people in the lower income bracket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That to me was a big red flag. I'm going, wait, are they, why is that? Why is how come how come I don't see people that look wealthy here ever ever yeah. how how come I'm not saying that it doesn't occur I just don't see it because of the system you know wealthier people I don't see are white able people to there. pay lawyers I that see have connections to mm-hmm. judges yeah. and you yeah. know like when I like when I was um, going through like a suspected DUI mm-hmm. or whatever you know um, I was fortunate at the time where I had a few thousand dollars mm-hmm. you know to be able to pay a lawyer right. to fight it off. And now right. I don't have any DUI on my record. Right. Right. See, I, and to, it's here, resources and money. It just blows my mind. I, I, and, and this, here's his thing. When I drive into the nice neighborhoods, right. Mm. It, it, you know, I never, almost never have an issue. Like, yeah, never, unless I'm really asking for it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm drawing the attention to myself and I'm, and yeah, then mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But when I'm going to, when I'm, when I'm when I'm going to these lower income areas, mm-hmm. I get nervous. I get even in a Chinatown. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I, I'm going, yo, man, these guys are looking for anything. They you know, are, yeah. I was in my car with with uh with my wife at that mm-hmm. time, and I'm just I just made left on a green. Yeah, and all of a sudden I get pulled over, not by police cars, by police on foot, four oh. of them, and they They're were running. hiding. They're, They're all camped out. Oh, mm-hmm. They're running They're all camped you? out. Yeah. Wow. running towards me they were they were like a mess there was a whole mess of them too like 10 12 and and then you know trip me out so they they i hear that i'm in my car the guy pulls me over and he goes license registration i was like all right i was like oh, can you tell me what i did wrong like mm-hmm. i'm not really sure he goes license registration i'm not asking you again I, I was like whoa i was like all right this dude's crazy aggressive yeah i'm not gonna play i'm not gonna test this guy especially in front of his boys yeah i'm not disrespecting i know i know gangster code when i see it yeah and i was just like he on some gangster shit mm-hmm. i'm not playing around but like, that's a problem that's you exactly have, you oh, have, it's a big yeah, problem you have over policing and then you have these gangsters who are in these low, lower income communities he, you know no, and over, not, I'm, yeah. I'm not talking he has a he had a same mentality as a gangster at that time yeah. of being pulled over yeah. i could see in his eyes very mm-hmm. aggressive and his buddies they were they were hunting yeah i, I cannot put it any they're preying on people yeah i can see you know i i've seen people try to mug people when i was a kid mm-hmm. and you can point out and i was being mugged in a sense because they was looking to take money from me by writing tickets yeah so check this out so he looks into the back of my hot like just he goes can i search your car i was like I don't even know why you pulled me over. So yeah. no, I was yeah. like respectfully no. Yeah. Unless you got something, then yeah. then I, if I could help with investigation, I will. Mm-hmm. But no, like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm. He's like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going to the gym mm-hmm. with my with my wife. So 
he looks all over and then his buddies come over to the car and I'm looking around there's at least five cops around the wow. car so they surround it now they surround it this is intimidating and, and you, you have five people yeah, with aggressive. you have five and, and people with guns mag, mag yeah. lights going through so they're looking in the in the back of my car and he goes you find anything you find anything mm. you see oh I think hey what can you move that bag and I was like this is my gym bag he goes yeah yeah can you just move it and I moved it they went like that what, oh no that's just a water bottle I was just like Yo, this is crazy. They're, it, it's they're super illegal aggressive. And it's illegal. So then, so he goes, all right, we'll be back. And they're, and they're like talking shit. Mm-hmm. I could hear them like laughing and going, oh, yeah, yeah, he's lucky. This not you. What do you want to do? And he goes, oh, I got it. You could just, I could feel that energy. He came back, gave me, f- and I, I was not disrespectful at all. Mm-hmm. I was super respectful as yeah. respectful can be. Yeah. Right. If, given the situation. Yeah. I was very polite, very mm-hmm. cooperative. Yeah. Came back and he, he gave me four tickets. Hit his quota. It is quota. Four tickets. Four yeah. tickets for what? Like uh, no signaling. Not true. Like bullshit. Loud yeah. exhaust. Mm. Wow. Um, drive, I didn't know you could get driving a for that. something. <laughs> like um, loud exhaust. Yeah, like noise pollution. Yeah. Uh, he tried to get me for tents, mm-hmm. and you could clearly see through. Yeah. Through me, he didn't even put like a tester on yeah. the thing, and and there was I forget one more. Uh, running a red light or something, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, this shit, it was green. I don't yeah. know what is he talking about. These, this, it's. I I, I pled no guilty to all of them. Took yeah. him to court. Yeah. Now face to face with him on court. Mm-hmm. Oh, he actually went. Oh so yeah, he was present. he was there with mm-hmm. me. Oh wow, he was he actually showed up to court, mm-hmm. and face to face with him, he was so nice. Mm-hmm. I I was looking at and and then and then the judge was like, and I could see like maybe he was a rookie cop, mm-hmm. but I could see like he was a little. He wasn't confident. Like I felt like he knew what he did was was OD. Mm-hmm. Like, it, was, it was pretty excessive. It was too much. Yeah. He was he definitely did too much on that one. And then and, and and we're looking at each other. And then I spoke to him a little bit. I was just like, yo, he pulled me over this and that. And yeah. I, I and I just said the facts. I, I didn't say like, oh, what happened? Like yeah. he was all the stories I'm telling you mm-hmm. to the judge. Mm-hmm. Uh I just said I was pulled over. I got four tickets. Yeah. I didn't do any of them. Mm-hmm. It worked. I, I could show you my mechanic mm-hmm. uh, with, with this ticket and this ticket. And like it doesn't, I don't, I took pictures. I yeah. have all the, and then I could see in his face, like, holy cow. And then the, the judge or the cop? The cop. But his expression. And then I talked and he, and then the cop goes, yeah, well, and he also backtracked, like, yeah, yeah, that, I, I, that's what I thought I saw, but yeah, it, it's, it could be that. And he backtracked and then, and then we spoke and he was like super cool super i'm like man this guy i could watch a game with yeah i could hang out what the fuck was that it's prob- like it's probably like it's the system like he's probably around his buddy yeah, he remind like- me of my friends that i hang out with and yeah. watch football with and hang out yeah. i'm going yo man this yeah. is crazy like what yeah. are you doing i'm a human being just like yeah. you but over there i wasn't a human to him mm-hmm. i was just a number i was mm-hmm. just a st- st- statistics to yeah. him yeah. that he needed to get his numbers up or something mm-hmm. that was crazy and then I, I just don't get it. And then, the, and then the judge goes, all right, let's meet in the middle. Plead guilty for two tickets. Oh, my God. I was just like, wait, no. And then he goes, that's the best I can do for you and no points. I was just like, wait, but I said, you know what? I can't argue with a judge. Right. Like right there. I just know I felt so stripped of any power that I have. Yeah. Because I at that point, I have none. What am I going to do? Yeah. Fight a judge? Yeah. Even if I even if I correct the judge. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I win, I lose. I'll yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. yeah. So I, I said, you know what? Give you're, me the two tickets. You're fighting. It's, no points. It's, whatever. It's a system. There's the entire. Me and the cop walk out. We're talking. Yeah. And then like we're we're like we can see our cadence is the same. Yeah. Even our accents a little bit the same. Yeah. 
And I'm going, this is crazy. And I can see in his eyes, it's like, yeah, yeah. And then he tells me, take care. Like, super polite. I'm just going, this is, it's like two different people. Like, did his twin brother show it up? Like, mm-hmm. it just blew my mind. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. And and who knows? Like, if I was one of those people, if I had that personality that was super combative, yeah. who knows what would have happened? Yeah. I mean. I would have endangered my wife. We both would have been, yeah. you know. This is the system, though. This is a system that is ha- like. Oh, know, I'm sorry. Back to my point. Yeah. <laughs> when I was there. Mm-hmm. Mexicans, blacks, Hispanics, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of other Asians, mm-hmm. and one white person. Mm-hmm. But that one white person didn't look affluent. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is a system that we're all faced against. You know, and we're we have to realize that this there's also a class war that's really happening. You know, it's not really a race war. It's really a class war uh, um, disguised as a race war. You know, and uh, for Asians, we have to realize that. You know, we do not benefit from um, uh, the privilege that we may think that we have in aligning with white people and white, you know, our white alignment. You know, there's we have we there's no white privilege, you know, no matter how much we may think or feel the same. uh, We are not looked at or treated the same. Here's a problem with a lot of Asians. uh, And and I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but a lot of Asians inherently mm-hmm. culturally maybe especially for the older generation mm-hmm. is that they just don't want any problems of course yeah they, they were taught to just stay away from problems you don't bother us we won't bother you yeah we won't cause our uproar we'll just stick to ourselves yeah even even when covid happened mm-hmm. in and uh they caught those guys that beat up the old man out in uh san francisco, san francisco yeah he said i don't want to press charges it's crazy. It's, it happened already. I'm done. I don't want any more problems. Yeah. And then the police can't do anything about See, it. Cultu- you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, culturally, and that's the thing. So if, if we're going to get beat up and punched, and, and, and he's not the the exception. I mean, there's a bunch of Asians, I think, like that. Yeah. Right? So they don't. They just don't want any problems. They just want to be left alone to their own devices. They don't want yeah. to stir up and it com- stir the it pot. C- and that comes to our detriment, you know? Absolutely. It comes to our detriment. And we have to understand that being like quiet does not work in this country right. you know being quiet is uh, works against us but they they, you know? they look at themselves as self-preservation though they're yeah, not looking we're, they're we're, not thinking yeah going well if if i press charges against those people that harm me i'm taking a criminal off the street he's not going to be able to do that someone else they're not thinking like that yeah they're thinking if i press charges they're really gonna come after me now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know that's that's their thinking yeah i mean yeah the trouble we, isn't worth you know, trouble isn't worth. I got yeah. beat up. Yeah, and he got fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, old man fighting a young man. And he wasn't even fighting. He just got blindsided and jumped. Yeah, you know, and and he decided to stay away from that. And I, I, I gotta tell you, a lot of Asians think like that. Yeah, a lot of Asians think like they that. They don't want to stir anything. But so like, think about how can they get involved in a movement? Uh, they got. We, we just even, have to understand. Even in the Asian movement, they can't even get involved with that if they're not willing to fight for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem I was I was alluding to earlier. Because that's what we need to. Because Asians like do not unite. You know, we just do not unite amongst each other. There's so much hate amongst different Asians. But if you, even you if know? you take out the hate, it's not even it's not even that right. It's just they just want to be left to their own devices. Yeah. So we have to understand. We have to somehow hate is part of the equation. Yeah. Amongst so, ourselves, we have to somehow. But it's not all. It's not one hundred percent of the yeah. reason. So we have to somehow, like, 
have these then now tough conversations within our community, you know, and real find our also our common goals. What are we trying to achieve? What are what are the things that are holding us back? You know, we have to do the do the labor and the efforts you know to help people in our community see what how you know how we're treated in our country what's going on how we like we have to present paths forward they're not paths forward that are presented there are not enough outspoken voices that are talking to our community and getting people to buy into a vision there's just not that you're right and you know and and the voices we hear come from our families and our parents yeah and, and and what they teach us is to avoid Conflict. problems yeah. avoid conflict yeah. so that's why so we culturally need, we're, we're yeah. built so like but that. now now we need now we need voices that are unafraid of conflict that like are like that de- not just talk about like our collective power but you know demonstrate our collective power demonstrate how, what we can do when we get together i honestly you think know? we're we're not at there yet we're, we're not, not there. there no no we're, we're and, definitely and we're not, not there and, and i hate because i like look, looking at the glass half full I'm yeah but we're not there but this is what is needed and this is what we need to do mm-hmm. this and, is what we need to do but it's not it's not gonna I, I i i hate to even say this but i don't even think it's gonna happen within our generation i think it's i have hope i have hope because when the when we, did the, when, we, when, we did, when we did the first march, the Asian for Black Lives March, right? And uh, had uh, expected 200 people to come up, right? And it had all that noise. And like, even if they had swayed 50 people, I was devastated at two o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. And then three o'clock hit, over 2,000 people mm-hmm. were there. 2,000 Asian, Asians? Like, so 2,000, about 60 to 70% Asians. Right. You know, that was the first time in my lifetime that I've ever seen Asians come together to like protest, or joined in unity for something towards something. Right. You know, the only time I've ever seen Asians come together in a big massive crowd was like at a rave or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's you know, like but like I've never seen some come towards a cause, come towards fighting together for something. Mm-hmm. Even if it were just superficial or even for social clout or even to take a, you know, a video, I, I don't care. Like, I don't care if people come, like, uh, uh, become activists for social clout. But as long as whatever they're doing has a net positive for the movement. Okay. You know, I don't care, like, you know, if people are like want to lend their celebrity towards something that advances something, even though it gives them a lot of social like credibility, credibility, it gives them social capital. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that as long as it's a net positive. I just movement, don't think you know? that that event has happened yet. In order for it to happen within our generation, yeah, or lifetime, I it's think, happening. I, I think it's it, happening. It takes time. It's you pockets know? Right. of, but of it, situations. It, there needs to be an event that pushes us over the edge where you can get. That grandfather. I mean, because it's not just you and me. You and me, yes. But we're talking about it. we need all of us in order for the numbers to actually matter. Yeah, yeah, right? we do need so, to. So we need to make it so that that grandpa, people like him, will not run from criminals or run from speaking up against evil. Yeah, but no one's talking to him. The people like, you know, you have even the delivery people, right? Like, you know, immigrants, you know, probably undocumented too, you know, they are like, you know, delivering stuff in the projects. They Mm -hmm. get targeted a lot and they never report, you know, their attacks, they get robbed, this and that. They never report because they, it's not worth the trouble. I don't want to get deported. You know, I don't want to get whatever, you know, not realizing that when you're reporting hate crimes, you're not. Uh, they don't ask about your citizenship. Right. They don't ask about your status. But it's not even that. 
because they have to it here deliver you can't look you can't go to the cops yeah if if the beef that you have is in where you live mm-hmm. where you work right those two factors they know where you are against a powerful group that's yeah. completely crazy yeah and if you're paranoid you feel like going to the cops will make it worse. Yeah. You go, okay, maybe you punch me in my face. But because there's no support, there's no support in the Asian community right. for Asians. No, there is Asi- not. There's that. There's no support. We do not support each other. Right. But we it's, don't. It's we don't the, own it, like. But we don't the, own our it, like problems. But it's what we're taught. We're taught. We're taught that to run away from these. Avoid. So yes, yeah, so I understand that we're taught conflict. that. I understand that there's this conditioning. So that that I understand that. There is that. So but then, we have to stand, so we, we have to create, decondition now and so recondition we, to so something we else. So plant this fear. Yeah. This fear of, of, of troubles when you're a child. And, that, yeah. and, and when you plant it at a young age, it, it, it just grows. And fear is like a weed. Yeah. It just grows and grows and grows the more you allow fear to do it. Just like yeah. laziness. Yeah. You know, you allow yourself to be lazy. Like if you go... Oh, I'm gonna skip this workout. I'm gonna push mm. it out to tomorrow, mm. push it. and then it'll just grow and go. You're lazy. And it gets harder to get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Fear acts as the same way, except that it's way more powerful. Yeah, fear is extremely powerful where it can rival love. Yeah, so, well, especially fear so, in the face of zero support. Exactly. You know. So when you have and where where people support your fears, mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So now you have someone that that fears all this. They have every reason not to come out and fight that's really challenging because i see that fear firsthand in my community in my friends yeah in my families Mm -hmm. and i'm going there's i would be shocked if i ever see this guy at a protest i would see i'll be shocked if this guy even ever voted or spoke up about anything yeah there's just too many like that where i feel the only way it'll bring change is and the truth of it, the own it's not reading articles, seeing headlines. They don't give a shit about that. The fear's too strong. Mm-hmm. It's way too. You need something stronger, more potent mm-hmm. to get those people to move in the direction of change. Mm-hmm. And and something needs to happen, a catastrophic event. Mm-hmm. It has to be catastrophic where uh and and I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, mm-hmm. but a lot of Asians inherently mm-hmm. culturally, maybe especially for the older generation mm. is that they just don't want any problems. Of course. Yeah. They, they were taught to just stay away from problems. You don't bother us. We won't bother you. Yeah. We won't cause our uproar. We'll just stick to ourselves. Yeah. Even, even when COVID happened mm-hmm. and, and, uh, they caught those guys that beat up the old man out in, uh, San Francisco. San Francisco yeah. He said, I don't want to press charges. It's crazy. It, it, it happened already. I'm done. I don't want any more problems. Yeah. And then the police can't do anything about See, it. Culture, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. See, culturally, and that's the thing. So if, if we're going to get beat up and punched, and, and, and he's not the the exception. I mean, there's a bunch of Asians I think like that. Yeah. Right? So they don't. They just don't want any problems. They just want to be left alone to their own devices. They don't want to yeah. stir up the com- pot. It, and that comes to our detriment, you know? Absolutely. It, it comes to our detriment. And we have to understand that being like quiet does not work in this country right. you know being quiet is uh, works against us but they they, you know? they look at themselves as self-preservation though they're yeah, not looking we're, they're we're, not thinking yeah going well if if i press charges against those people that harm me i'm taking a criminal off the street he's not going to be able to do that someone else they're not thinking like that yeah they're thinking if i press charges they're really gonna come after me now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
you know that's that's their thinking yeah i mean yeah the trouble we, isn't worth you know trouble isn't worth it's i got yeah. beat up yeah and he got fucked up man mm-hmm. and you know old man fighting a young man he wasn't even fighting he just got blindsided and jumped yeah you know and and he decided to stay away from that and i i, I gotta tell you a lot of asians think like that yeah a lot of asians think like they that, don't man. want to stir anything but so like think but about how can they get involved in a movement uh, they got we, we just even, have to understand even in the asian movement they can't even get involved with that if they're not willing to fight for themselves Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem I was I was alluding to earlier. Because that's what we need to. Because Asians like do not unite. You know, we just do not unite amongst each other. There's so much hate amongst different Asians. But if even you if know? you take out the hate, it's not even it's not even that right. It's just they just want to be left to their own devices. Yeah. So we have to understand. We have to somehow hate is part of the equation. Yeah. Amongst so, ourselves, we have to somehow. But it's not all. It's not one hundred percent of the yeah. reason. So we have to somehow, like, have these then now tough conversations within our community, you know, and real find our also our common goals. What are we trying to achieve? What are what are the things that are holding us back? You know, we have to do the uh, do the labor and the efforts. You know, to help people in our community see what, how, you know, how we're treated in our country, what's going on, how we, like, we have to present paths forward. There are not paths forward that are presented. There are not enough outspoken voices that are talking to our community and getting people to buy into a vision. There's just not that. You're right. And, you know? and, and the voices we hear come from our families and our parents. Yeah. And, and, and what they teach us is to avoid Conflict. problems yeah. avoid conflict yeah. so that's why so we culturally need, we're, we're yeah. built so like but that. now now we need now we need voices that are unafraid of conflict that like are like that, that not just talk about like our collective power but you know demonstrate our collective power demonstrate how, what we can do when we get together i honestly you think know? we're we're not there yet we're, we're not, not there. there no no we're, we're and, definitely we're not, not there and, and i hate because i like looking at the glass half full I'm yeah that but we're not there but this is what is needed and this is what we need to do mm-hmm. this and, is what we need to do but it's not it's not gonna I, I i i hate to even say this but i don't even think it's gonna happen within our generation i think it's i have hope i have hope because when the when we did when we did the first march the Asians for Black Lives March right and uh, had uh, expected 200 people to come up right and it had all that noise and like even if they had swayed 50 people I was devastated at 2 o'clock right mm-hmm. and then 3 o'clock hit over 2,000 people mm-hmm. were there 2,000 Asians Asian, like so 2,000 about 60 to 70% Asians right you know that was the first time in my lifetime that I've ever seen Asians come together to like protest or join in unity for something towards something. Right. You know, the only time I've ever seen Asians come together in a big, massive crowd was like at a rave or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know that's you know like, but like I've never seen some come towards a cause, come towards fighting together for something. Mm-hmm. Even if it were just superficial, or even for social clout, or even to take a, you know, a video, I, I don't care. Like I don't care if people come like uh, uh, become activists for social clout. But as long as whatever they're doing has a net positive for the movement, okay. You know, I don't care. Like you know, if people are like want to lend their celebrity towards something that advances something, even though it gives them a lot of social like credibility, credibility it gives them social capital. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that as long as it's a net positive. I for just the movement, don't think you know? that that event has happened yet. In order for it to happen within our generation, yeah, 
or lifetime. I it's think, happening. I, I think it's it, happening. It takes time. It's you pockets know? of, right. but of it, situations. It need, there needs to be an event that pushes us over the edge where you can get that grandfather. I mean, because it, it's not just you and me. You and me, yes. But we're talking about it. we need all of us in order for the numbers to actually matter. Yeah, yeah, right? we do need so, to. So it, we need to make it so that that grandpa, people like him, will not run from criminals or run from speaking up against evil. Yeah, but no one's talking to him. The people, like, you know, you have even the delivery people, right? Like, you know, immigrants, right, right, right. you know, probably undocumented too, right. you know? They are, like, you know, delivering stuff in the projects. They mm -hmm. get targeted a lot and they never report. You know, their attacks, they get robbed, this yeah. and that. They never report because they it's not worth the trouble. I don't want to get deported. The trouble, right. You know, I don't want to get whatever. You know, not right. realizing that when you're reporting hate crimes, you're not, uh, they don't ask about your citizenship. Right. They don't ask about your status. But it's not even you know? that. Because they have to, it's, here. Deliver. You can't, look, you can't go to the cops. Yeah. If, if the beef that you have is in where you live, mm-hmm where you work, right? Those two factors, they know where you are against a powerful group that's yeah. completely crazy. Yeah. And if you're paranoid, you feel like going to the cops will make it worse. Yeah. You go, okay, maybe you punch me in my face, no you support. took my money. because there's no support in the Asian community right. for Asians. No, there is Asian, there's, that, there's no support. We do not support each other. Right. But we don't, it's, it's we don't the, own, like, it, but we it's don't the, own our it's, like, it's, problems. But it's what we're taught. We're taught... We're taught that to run away from these avoid. So yeah, so I understand that we're taught conflict. that. I understand that there's this conditioning. So that that I understand that there is that. But so we then, have to stand. So we, we have to create, decondition now and so recondition we, to so something we else. Plant this fear. Yeah. This fear of 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 troubles when you're a child, and that yeah. and when you plant it at a young age, it, it it just grows. And fear is like a weed. Yeah. It just grows and grows and grows. The more you allow fear to do it just like yeah. laziness yeah you know you allow yourself to be lazy like if you go oh i'm gonna skip this workout i'm gonna push mm. it out to tomorrow mm. push it. and then it'll just grow and go you're lazy and it gets harder to get back on the horse mm -hmm. same thing fear acts as the same way except that it's way more powerful yeah fear is extremely powerful where it can rival love yeah well so, especially fear so, in the face of zero support exactly you know so when you have and where where people support your fears Mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. yeah right so now you have someone that that fears all this they have every reason not to come out and fight and that's really challenging because i see that fear firsthand in my community in my friends yeah in my families mm -hmm. and i'm going there's i would be shocked if i ever see this guy at a protest yeah. i would see i'll be shocked if this guy even ever voted yeah. or spoke up about anything yeah there's just too many like that where i feel the only way it'll bring change is and the truth of it the only it's not reading articles seeing headlines they don't give a shit about that the fear's too strong mm -hmm. it's way too you need something stronger more potent mm -hmm. to get those people to move in the direction of change mm -hmm. and and something needs to happen a catastrophic event mm -hmm. it has to be catastrophic where where it's where the love Someone needs to be fear. killed. Somebody needs to be killed. When Vincent Chin was killed, you know, because of the uh, 
anti-Japanese sentiment because through uh, because uh, taking Jap- jobs, taking labor. jobs and, and whatever, right? And, that's right. and so was this Chinese Detroit? guy, yeah, in Detroit, was mm-hmm. out celebrating, you know, uh, his bachelor party. You know, he was about to get married like the next day or next couple of days or whatever, right? right. Um, and he was just out, right, with his buddies having a good time, and this father and son duo targeted him, you mm-hmm. know, and then he got away and then he this guy hired a cab driver to go searching for him and then they beat him out as the beat him down and with a bat right brains bludgeoned him on the floor and as a uh uh, people were coming out of the movie theaters right Mm -hmm. asian lives don't matter in our country it does not matter you know and but that was the start of like uh asians different factions of asians realizing Okay, this was, they were mad that the Japanese killed a Chinese guy, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it started our collective understanding of who we are in our country. Mm-hmm. In the U.S. In, in, yeah, in America. In, yeah, our, our country. This yeah. is our country. Yeah. You know, and that's where Asian Americans started to come together as a term. And that's where we started our um, Asian American, like, civil rights movement, you know. And it started with Vincent Chin's death, you know, but it, it, it waned. It waned as, you know, um, we were giving, we're given like uh, uh, just scraps, you know, to pacify us from uprising. And, and, and we were pitted against isn't other that, races. Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, we're, yeah. you know how I feel like? I feel like, you know, we're, we're walking up to a restaurant because we're hungry. We want to eat. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a gatekeeper at the door mm-hmm. going, well, you don't have reservations. Well, well, we just want to get them. We belong here too. We're hungry. Mm-hmm. We need to eat. Mm-hmm. And then we're seeing a bunch of like people just eating steaks, and there's mm-hmm. like a, a, just an insane amount of food everywhere. Mm-hmm. And 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 Asians are at the door. Yeah. And we're just asking for biscuits. Yeah. And that's all we're getting, and we're just getting crumbs of that biscuit. And people and and Asians are getting satisfied, complacent with yeah. that. You know, yeah. they're they're feeling satisfied with that, and that's what I'm talking about. Like. That's what got me passionate, more passionate about politics, you know, understanding what our power is, where the like understanding where the power is, you know, and what do we have to how do we get it? How do we get it? You know, there are different so many different organizations that are working to activate people. But, you know, I, I don't know, like we just have to find ways. And, and I've been actively working to because there are a lot of longstanding organizations, mostly started by immigrant mm-hmm. Asians. Immigrant Asians that have, you know, that became Americans and then or have also realized that there's this power, you know, in politics and had made so many inroads, you know, in, uh, in, our, uh, in our politics. But none of the young people came along to take up that mantle or, you know, maybe there's, uh, um, you know, power structures, you know, that are in play where older folks don't give up the stuff the to the younger to, people yeah. or empower people or young people support young people. And then young people start their own kind of movements. And it's all like disjointed and disconnected. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've been working really hard to bring like, like these folks who really care about people and democracy and utilize getting political power and connecting them with younger movements and trying to build, you know, intergenerational connections. So you're in the front line. Are you, are you, are you're seeing changes. You're saying what you're seeing changes in the Asian community. I, yeah. I mean, people are talking like the conversations are there now. Mm-hmm. The conversations are there where they were not. Is it enough? No, no, but it, it has to start it's somewhere. It's started. It's starting. That's, that's why I'm saying there's hope. Like, because the, these were not the conversations that we were having before. We were not having about, like, you know, it was more about like, oh, how do we make money? 
and how do we, you know, advance in our careers. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no talks about politics, you know, or understanding, you know, how we can get, you know, utilize politics to empower uh, the community. Do you think that's why we were looked at as such a model minority? Because we just stayed on a path of hard work and just labor pretty much. Yeah, we didn't and, stir and, the pot. Or we didn't yeah, stir we didn't the pot. Stir the pot. We, we never we're, went after we're, politics. We're, we're utilized. We the model minorities, anything. yeah, model minorities were utilized to oppress other people, mm-hmm. other marginalized people. You know, like, oh, why can't you be like them? Why can't you be like this? Yeah. You know, and, and that causes people to hate us. Right. You know, because right. because we're being used yeah. in this like in this argument yeah. as tools to further suppress people. Right. You know, if I were black, you know, uh, Latino, whatever, you know, I'm like, yo, fuck you. We mean like, you know, like, like you just like them. Yeah, you're yeah. exactly like them. You yeah. know, you're and and we're and we're 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 being suppressed because you know uh you know of uh. For different, like you know, for different reasons. For because you're thrive, you're you're thriving. But we're not even, we're not, we're just surviving. Really, we're not thriving as we like to think that we're thriving. You know, if we can actually get real power, because mm-hmm. oh, we because the the problem we have to fight white supremacy and systemic racism, right? That's the problem. You know, when I heard about Seneca Village, right? Uh, when they wiped out black towns, right? When I heard about like, uh, and I was learning about. Uh, uh, black Wall Street and how they, they completely destroyed the, uh, a thriving black community. It, it was like it was like a Me Too movement, Me Too like feeling of like, man, yo, they did this to us in San Francisco in in the on, in the California on the West Coast. They destroyed Chinese communities, Chinatowns, yeah, Chinatowns, Hong Asians, how? man. How? How? What do you mean how? Burned the shit down, mm-hmm. hung people, mm-hmm. like because we were thriving. You know, the, we were the yellow peril. We were the people that should be feared because we're taking jobs. Mm-hmm. And because we were taking jobs or whatever, we were, you know, we were uh, starting to thrive. They, that's where, where the Chinese Exclusion Act came. Right. You know, 1882 ex- Exclusion Act. And they barred people from, like, coming, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, Asian women, you know, mm-hmm. Chinese women from coming over. And then there's a, a bachelor society just of Chinese men who then, like, okay, we're men, so we're going to integrate. And they started integrating. And so they didn't like that Asian And they didn't men like were, were dating now outside. taking the white women, yep. okay. you know? You know, and then like, oh, so they're, they're taking the opportunity. So they like they barred us from any kind of en- employment opportunity. So what did Asian men, Chinese men do? They opened up laundromats. Mm. They took up more feminine roles of society. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, laundromats, cooking. They opened up restaurants and etc. We adjusted. We adjusted and pivoted and adjusted. Right, mm-hmm. and we've been in survival mode. And, and when we, and when immigrants come to this country, it's about survival mode. Right, while those. Uh, actions were absolutely valid and so you're, needed. So you're saying we that need to get our political power now. Now we need to now just not be surviving. We need to be thriving, and we need to. The way we thrive is we get our political power, and we're able to get political power by supporting other marginalized communities because we cannot just do it alone. We need to build coalitions, bridges, you know, among so many different communities so that we like as we support other communities and their fight for power mm-hmm. then we can lean on them to come and support us in our fight for power because we like when we're when we're we're all fighting when we all support supporting each other we're all like the fight for black lives matter is the fight for all of mm-hmm. us it's a fight for all of us on the come up and that's why i agree with you, know? you when you say this has to be documented right the voices of the asian american activists 
have to be shown, right? Yeah. When I saw that photo uh, back in the 1960s, yeah. 1960s, it says Yellow Peril. This guy is holding yeah. a sign. It's, it's a black and white photo. He's holding a sign that says Yellow Peril supports black power. Yes. So somehow, during all this time between the 1960s to now, that message was lost. Yes. Where was the support, right? Yeah. We've always been here. We've always been supporting, mm-hmm. but somehow we got some crumbs. We got some civil yeah. rights. We like got the immigration said, act, and then 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 we got divided again. Right. Mm-hmm. Divided like, again. Like I said, we're, we cannot. We're, you, we're not allowed to unite. We're, we're, you know, like, we're just asking for biscuits, and we're getting crumbs, and and that seems. T- I agree. We we do need more, but there's another side of Asians that would call bullshit on what you're saying. They're, it's not bullshit. It's it's facts. They're yeah, but they're saying. It's not America holding you down. Not even Asia, just other people, right? Asians and other people. America is a land of incredible opportunity. Even though the little crumbs that we have is more than we get anywhere else. All of this is just a self-construct. And you can be... Because there's going to be a group, a large faction of group, whether they they, they may not be as outspoken anymore. Yeah. But this is what I've heard. Yeah. That this is a self-construct. This is... It's up to you to be what you want to be. If you have self-limiting thoughts... That you can you don't have as much opportunity because of the color of your skin, then that's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault that you're born into like the color of your skin. It's your fault that you're born into a community that's been redlined and has no opportunities for right. you to grow, no no connections to make anywhere. Right. You know, like the, like we there is privilege. We have different levels of privilege throughout our entire communities. You know, the, like. Asians do occupy quite a bunch, like a lot of the uh, uh, bottom levels of the economic scales, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and like, yes, there are incredible, like, amount of Asians who are thriving, you know, or making good money, but that does not represent the entire, you know, wide diaspora of Asian Americans. And you know what? Asians have to be extra, extra, extra good. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example and I'll tell you why. When Asians are applying for a job, yeah, right, and 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 let's say said corporation is looking for cultural diversity, yeah, they're in, when they say cultural diversity, that doesn't mean Asian, even though we make up what one oh, to three percent, yeah. of the population five, in the United five seven, right? Okay, five to seven, yeah, so, growing, so growing a lot more. We are in the minority still, but yeah. we're not classified as such. Yeah. That said, if you look at colleges. Same thing, especially yeah. the premier brand name colleges, the Ivy League colleges. Mm-hmm. If you do a little bit of research, you'll see that Asians, Asian Americans, mm-hmm. if they, let's say they scored a 95, let's say on a yeah. scale to 100, that, that Asian mm-hmm. scored a 95 and, and another person of color mm-hmm. scored an 85, mm-hmm. the 85 will be picked over mm-hmm. the 95 because there are too many Asians in that school. Yeah, of course. I mean, look, you guys, this unless is, you're at the 99, 98 yeah. bracket. Yeah. So of, we of, need to take like, so we're putting up minorities against minorities, taking minority, more of the minority I'm, spots. Exactly. But me, meanwhile, we need to take the white spots. Those, the, that's where the privilege is and that's what we got to take. You know, and that's isn't what we, that crazy though? It is crazy, isn't but that we're, crazy? and th- we're always losers in this. Like we are not like we're always losing every single way. The way this is designed is like, oh well, there's too many Asians. Yeah. Oh, there's there's not enough this. There's not. Oh well, we need more diversity. Well, hello, look at me. Yeah. Oh, not you, that yeah. guy. Yeah. So this this is the system. We have to break down the system. You know, instead of like you know, 
like uh, all these people fighting for all these spots and specialized schools. We need to create better, more better schools, more good schools. Yeah. Why? Like, why are not again? That, more, that seems too too common sense approach. It's ridiculous. It's re- but these are all systems of oppression. These are all systems that help divide and pit us against each other. Yeah. And you're and you're saying the the best way to change or reform or break down the system is through politics through unity unity really just unity really unity and then we'll find our way if we can unite under like respect and value the dignity of our own lives Mm -hmm. really truly and deeply if you really know how incredible your life is Mm -hmm. you know how could you not recognize that in someone else you know if you really understand the true value and potential of your own life you know that means everyone has it everyone has it you know but we're we're taught like oh no these are people they they think this way that's in their dna fucking bullshit fuck out of here there are certain levels of conditioning that there are so many factors there are so many contributing factors to you know where people are and how they are yeah you know and and it's not because of this and or or lack of that or whatever like there's so many different levels so how do we find a way like okay unite in equality just as human beings you know we breathe the same air eat nourished i love that food, idea you know i love that idea of togetherness us all unifying as one and stop drawing lines of division and creating this this fake ass fence that we're putting this imaginary fence that we're putting up yeah. against one another when we look at it and based on on rumors it's not even true. We because if we actually had a chance to speak to one to one another, yeah, I bet you we would find more things in common than things that we disagree on. Because yeah. once we get past the color of our skin, yeah, all physical features, and we sit down with one another, I would I'm willing to make that bet that we go, oh my gosh, like yo, this is yeah. my guy, this and you'll my, win that bet. This is my and girl. You, this is you my will dude. Win that you know, bet. like yeah, for sure, you know? for sure. Because I've I've done that. Where yeah. I mean, I have friends. Uh, you know, most of my friends growing up weren't Asian. Mm-hmm. Right? There were other minorities, whites. It's just the neighborhood I grew up yeah. in. And eventually, Where did you grow up in? Uh, Lower East Side, mm-hmm. but I grew up in uh, not the not the Chinatown part, but in uh, near the projects area, in the projects, like, yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. in that area. So, and and it took me a while to get embraced by them, mm-hmm. uh, but eventually Once. they did because i was that kid that was always out and and it felt nice to be included with them you know they would come on my door hey can will come out and play mm-hmm. and you know it was nice and my yeah. mom my mom was like what the heck is all these black kids <laughs> spanish kids showing yeah. up at the door mm-hmm. asking for my son to come out and play with them this mm-hmm. is she didn't she never expected that yeah you know and, and she she would eventually my mom would invite all of them in mm. make food all of them i mean they make fun of like I, like the food and stuff because they never had it and yeah. stuff but it was all it was all love yeah, yeah you know it was all love and and when my mom met them mm-hmm. she was like holy shit they're he my son and mm-hmm. and 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 them they're exactly the same yeah they like the same food they like the same candy they like this they're, they're, they're the same picky we're they have humans the same taste. man we're human my mo- and then my mom was talking she was just like wow like yeah. you know she her mind was blown that we're yeah. so similar mm-hmm. and 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 I bet, I mean, she never said this, but mm-hmm. I bet in her mind, mind she was thinking, man, you know, the, they're very different from us. Yeah. You know, but when, when she brought them, when she invited them to the home, yeah. 
just because they were knocking every day. Yeah. You know, can Will come on play? And then she got to see them and meet them on a regular basis. She was mm-hmm. just like, they were so polite to my mom. Mm-hmm. They were so good to her. You know, yeah. it was just like, they were family. Yeah. You know, and and I think we and need that's to. What it is, they were, they and they are family. Yeah. And we know? need to, and not just like blacks, Hispanic, mm-hmm. but even whites. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have, I have white friends that just became my, like literally, like we were like brothers, man. Yeah. And I had so many friends from all different races that I just became so close to that I, I, I would call these guys my brothers. Yeah. You know, like we just had, we had that camaraderie and, mm-hmm. and I just hate that for whatever reason, it's bizarre, but we just look at each other and go, well, like we're from different planets or, or, mm. or, or something like, like you're acting like if I cut your skin, you're going to bleed a different color. Like it's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bazonkers to me but that you'll treat your a dog with more respect than you would another human yeah. being mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. blows my mind you know one of the most radical things about the black panthers you know was actually really that they were uniting people you know like instead of like there it was black power black power for a long time black power to black people black power to black people and then it eventually evolved to uh black power to black people red power to red people Yellow power. They to were inspiring people, other communities. You're white saying. power to white people. That's what I've been saying. All why power. We all power to the people. You know, it's all power. It's all of us. We need to fight. We need to fight together. We need to understand. Like you're, we're being divided. Where racism is a social contract that is being used as a tool to keep us divided, and we need to come together at a time where division is. Um, all the social media is breeding grounds. So here's a division. question: So why you know? are we all fighting each other and not fighting the person instigating us? Because we are, we are our bandwidth. You know, seventy eight percent of Americans mm-hmm. living paycheck to paycheck. Your bandwidth is survival. It's so it's easy to get you know to uh, fall into tribalism. You know, us against them. Whatever. Do you also think it's part of its education? Yeah, and our educational system is uh, what, like, for the first world development. The dumber I could keep you, the easier I can persuade you. Of course, of course, of course, of course. You know, that's why our education has been defunded. As long as you're in the dark and I can see the light, I can tell you what things look like. Yeah. And it may not be true. But as long as I keep you blind to that fact, I'll just give you a a glimpse once in a while. Yeah. Then that's what you'll believe. That's why sometimes, I mean, most of the time you see uh, schools in low-income uh, areas they're, they're the least funded yeah they're yeah. the least funded you know that's why how redlining kind of like you know you you redline around like right. poor Take communities areas. and yeah. then okay you know and their their property values is not worth as much right so they yeah. don't you don't have enough tax it's revenue so to pay like it's for, so hard to get out from the from, it is so hard it is so hard you those know? disenfranchised communities it, it is so difficult it, the, the cards are stacked against the people I knew growing up hardly anyone made it out yeah. Hardly any of us made it out. Mm-hmm. Even didn't matter the color of your skin. Yeah. If you grew up in that zip code. Yep. You stayed there. You stayed. You either stay a lot of them still still there. Yeah. They live in the in the apartment that they were raised in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with their mom still. Yeah. And they're and they're like in their forties, thirties. It's, it's it's crazy. Yeah. You know, just the the, the way a, a few of us made it out, but that's the exception. You yeah. know, and, and it shouldn't be like that. It should not be. It but shouldn't it be is. like that. And then, and then they'll create a narrative. Go well. If that person did it, 
Mm-hmm. Well, why can't you? Yeah, you see, you, your success story, out getting out of it, is demonized and used as a tool to oppress everyone else. Right, yeah, will as an excuse it. to why keep keep the funding low, keep right. you know. Uh, but you, what they gotta understand, if you know, they could just try to look at my surface story and, and look. Oh, will persevered hard. Work. Yeah, I did. I persevered hard work. But imagine if I didn't have to run against. You know, you're asking me to go on a race with one leg hands tied behind my back yeah. and weights on me. Yeah. You know, it's not a fair I got to be extra 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 good mm-hmm. just to just to be equal. Just to be equal. Or just or just to get a, a a seat outside the table. Yeah. That's that's a difference now. Can you imagine if I had the support of my family, mm-hmm. if I had the support of my community, if I had the pr- support of my government, if yeah. I had the support of my people, mm-hmm. everyone around me, it was just mm-hmm. They were all helping to raise me as a child. Or even just opportunities available. Just opportunities just even available or accessible. Right. You'd be able to thrive so much more. There's so many people in my community mm. that are way smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Way smarter than me. Mm-hmm. Just way more resilient than I am. They are way more athletic than I am. Mm-hmm. And they ne- they got caught up in drugs. Mm-hmm. They got caught up with depression. Yeah. They got caught up with losing family members. They got caught up with gangs, mm-hmm. with violence. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, the fear, the seed of fear grows. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, you don't have to do anything to that person that has a fear mm-hmm. because it'll take care of itself. You let fear consume them by itself. Same thing with laziness. Eventually, mm-hmm. you lose hope mm-hmm. and you learn to be lazy. Mm-hmm. And oh, and you let them be lazy on earth. Yeah. They they forget about work ethic and yeah. all that. So it's easier to be lazy. There's and less also, friction. And also, I want to talk about like a little bit about laziness. And uh, so the welfare state, right? Uh, welfare is you know conditional based on where you are, right? And it, once you start to do better, you lose all your benefits. Then disincentivizing people to do better as well. You know that's why they say middle cl- middle class they get crushed. You're crushed, right? Lower class, like, so people are better off doing, they're literally financially better off doing nothing, receiving checks, you know, and doing something, you know, black market, you know, off the books or whatever, dealing drugs, you know, whatever it may be, anything, you know, because once you try to earn a honest living, you're only doing a little bit better than what you were on welfare and then you get everything taken away and that's the argument where you need universal basic income because everyone gets a floor this is where you start from you know like right now like uh we have essential workers right that are out there right so you have people who got unemployed unemployment right they're making more than they would working right Mm -hmm. and once they start working they they lose that What's the what's the benefit, right? And then you you're, and they're also punishing essential workers for being out like they're working, right? right? And they don't get anything on top of what they're doing. Right. So throughout this entire hazard, pa- pay. hazard pay, they don't get nothing. They get nothing. So what we what would be the smartest idea instead of doing all this unemployment money and whatever and the extra six hundred dollars a week, whatever, give everyone during this time two thousand dollars a month, every single one. And if, if people want to make more, they go out and work. You know, this working. whole COVID coinciding yeah. with BLM. It's just crazy timing. Yeah, it really—it's a real eye opener. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even amongst, forget about just on a macro scale, on a micro scale for yeah. me personally, and mm-hmm. I'm sure for everyone listening as well. If they just look at the network of friends, mm-hmm. and, and I bet you some of them are going, "What the fuck?" Because mm-hmm. what I'm seeing a lot of different posts, people going, "Oh, people are unfriending me for having this opinion mm-hmm. or that opinion," and I'm seeing that now more than ever. 
Yeah, it's because like uh, people don't uh, are not valuing each other based off of the person anymore. People are now saying like valuing each other based on their political stances right. and their you know social stances. This is what you believe in. Oh, okay, you know like you know I can have I'm friends with a lot of different people who believe a lot of different things, and I feel like that makes my life very rich because it offers me a lot of different perspectives. You know, uh, and 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 I feel value like uh, so much value in the diversity of thought. You know, and but it's just unfortunate just that or I think our social media has created all these echo chambers where you can block, you know, different thoughts and ideas and you can, you know, manicure. Well, the algorithm yeah. is set up also and, as it, well. It feeds you what you want to hear. Right. And now you're, you're getting information on your feed that's not reinforcing your beliefs yeah. now you're going what the fuck and you and then you and you feel outraged because of that mm-hmm. and annoyed so then then you begin this hateful dialogue and that's very toxic mm-hmm. online and it, and it's also hard to convey tone mm-hmm. online so then um, we all see it on our feed yeah. right we all see these arguments and comments and it's so everyone's stupid. debating it's, and they're going yeah. hard on one another it's a distraction and yeah. then like even people that are good friends yeah good friends i see them battle it out online and i'm going yo this is crazy that's why i stay away from it now man I'm like there's nothing in here for me it kills no. friendships yeah yeah there's nothing <laughs> people, in here people for need me. to pick I'm up out. people need to pick up before the phone. it was fun before yeah. it was fun like hey guys i'm yeah. up to this it was yeah, very yeah. light it was cool yeah. and and we spoke and, and it was respect it wasn't you know but now it has you know it, it just turned into this place of 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 like court and opinion and debate and and this this huge like everyone's trying to make a name for themselves online, mm-hmm. it, it builds social clout, mm-hmm. and I mean there's people that I knew that definitely wasn't for yeah. a certain mm-hmm. movement, yeah. But now because that's what's the flavor of the month, mm-hmm. they're pushing this narrative, and I'm going, that's not you, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not who you. Come on, yeah. man, like I got receipts, yeah. you know. But I'm not gonna call anyone out. But I'm going. I'm I'm watching from afar and I'm going, dude, that's not you, man. Mm-hmm. Like I know who you are. Yeah. Like you don't give up. Yeah. You know, rat's ass about this. But but at the same time, you know, maybe like the, you know, public conversation the national conversation, you know, these conversations are helping people change their viewpoints, which is a net positive. Or even if they're doing it for a social clout, like, you know, the hope is that they really believe it. You know what they're talking about, or what they're posting about, and what they're uh, championing. You know. Well, I much rather have that mm-hmm. than the opposite, for sure. So, um, I get it. You yeah. know, but it, it, it's like a fucking, it's a popularity contest, and not all it of is. it's authentic, and it and it kills me. It kills me. Uh, but it is what it is, right? And that's the world we're moving, and it's it's just become so crazy. It's it's the information and. And the more information we receive, you realize the more we don't know. And even... We don't know shit, man. We don't know anything, man. I mean, I think just as a human going going about the world, you know, the more I learn about the world, the more I realize I know nothing. (laughs) You know, like I I really like because because there's just so much going on and there had been so many things that had been going on behind the scenes that were purposely kept out of you know, uh, our, you know, our, uh, scope of, uh, scope of vision, you know, right. You know, so that we don't engage, so we don't talk about it, you know? Right. I want to shift gears here. Yeah. Now you grew up born and raised in New York city. Yeah. 
you moved to LA about two years there now, just about. Uh, October of 2018 was when I moved out to LA. So you're, you're hitting your second anniversary. Mm. Uh, what's it like out there, man? Making that transition it's, from New York uh, to LA. Yeah, I mean, I love it out there. I mean, I, I love seeing palm trees. Oh my God. Like oh, I, I see the mountains so when I'm driving around and seeing the palm. Like, I don't know. Like, I think maybe it's because like, you know, it's my tropical blood. You know, my family is from Hainan. Mm -hmm. You know, Hainan is a tropical island off mm -hmm. the southeast coast of China. It's like the Hawaii of Asia, yeah. you know? So um, I love the sun. Um, and, you know, it's, um, it's, it's definitely like people will always ask me like, and I, and I love New York. I love New York to death, you know? But like, so people ask me like, which do you like better, New York or LA? And like, they're just different. It's, it's a different city. Different you know? vibe people. Different vibes, different of... people. Um, sure, like you're gonna come across fake people. You know, you have people who are out, it's, it's a town built on entertainment and people are just trying to make it. You know, it's people where, you know, come to make their dreams come true. In New York, it's also the same place where people from around the world come to make their dreams come true. You know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, right? So you do, there's, it depends on who you roll with. But I think fortunately for me, like in New York, right? When I'm like, you know, my friends are people I grew up with. So there's, it's, it's different as opposed to if I had moved into New York and trying to find my tribe and find my people, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and fortunate for me going to LA, it was that I found my tribe of people like uh, outside of entertainment. You know, I'm part of a Buddhist community, right, right. you know, that's uh, all colors, shapes and sizes of people and from all different like walks of life. And um, so you're saying making friends and entertainment industry aren't really if like because of the nature of it you know so i understand where people are trying to everyone's trying to use each other yes it, in different ways that's what i hear like I, yeah. have, I have two entertainment friends that move out to la yeah uh one of them and 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 this is from two different sides mm -hmm. right one's glass half full one glass half empty yeah one says they love LA. Mm -hmm. It's super like easy to be healthy here. Mm -hmm. I'm way healthier here. The, the promoting that lifestyle, it's so green. Mm -hmm. And you know, just everyone around there is more like environmentally friendly. They're more aware of what they're putting into their bodies. And, and yoga is such a yes. big thing here. That I is love true. it. It's so That's much true. easier being healthy in LA than it is in New York. That's true. So I really love that, right? So that's mm -hmm. that's that camp. And I love going out there. There's just so many more people I could collaborate with. Sure. And that do things true. creative with and they're mm -hmm. not they're not as shysty as in New York. Mm -hmm. Right. Um whereas my my other camp, my other friend tells me, well, it's hard to make any real relationships that are meaningful out in LA because everyone's fake. And for example, they look at your Instagram account right away. They want to know your Instagram account because that's, they want to know your social currency. Do you have social proof? Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a, a low amount of followers, that means that you really are nobody mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. And if you have a lot, you're someone that, that perhaps I should be friends with because you're, you'll be useful to me. Mm -hmm. So I could get some clout off of you yeah. or some fame. Yeah. I could help. I, I, my relationship with you will help my career. Yeah. And that's where really, that's where everyone's agenda is aligned is to their own personal career. Mm -hmm. And and anything else is, is, they don't really care. But in the meantime, they're going to pretend like we're good friends. We're going to do everything mm -hmm. like as good friends do. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to when I really need you, nah. That's and then my friend has a psychological issue with that. Yeah, but both of your friends are right. Both of they're both right, you know. And uh, 
you know, because there's all kinds of people. There are people that you can build community with, that you can collaborate with, that you have like camaraderie with. There are also a ton of fake people too. You know, it's it's just it's it's too the dynamics are too wide, like widely ranging to really say like, oh, you know, LA is this way or LA is that way, you know? Uh, things that you can really talk about in regards to LA and how it is, you know, like in regards to the difference between LA and New York is that LA is, uh, it's not centralized. It's not, LA is really a bunch of little cities, little things going on. Whereas in New York, the main happenings are in, in the city, in Manhattan right everything everything is there all your your huge nightlife everything is there but in LA it's like you have you know things going on in Silver Lake and Echo Park and there's Culver City right. and Santa yeah. Monica and downtown LA everything is spread across it's a, it's about the same um uh area uh, miles square mileage as um New York City you know the entire the, la county the L, not in the entire but all, all the places that you'd probably want to be you know when it, you condense it yeah when you put it together right it's like as it's much as the bronx Staten island brooklyn queens manhattan all put together right uh but the thing is it's just that everything is like pushed out further yeah pushed out further because there's happening like imagine like you know part of like you know your nightlife that you really want to be part of is like in in the deep bronx and, and like and in just, different areas, just think about know? brooklyn but in westchester yeah Right mm-hmm. or Queens out in lo- like deeper into Long Island. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so once you get like, to somewhere, yeah. you're kind of there. But like right. with New York, a lot of things are happening in Manhattan, so you can hop around. There's different groups that you could jump around with. Man, I love know? that about Manhattan. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. You know, it's it's wonderful because but downtown LA is not like that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the closest thing you have to Manhattan there. You know, it's not like that. So um, it's just kind of the nature of the business nature. Like, so you have to like, and it takes time. It takes like, you know, to find your people, to find your community. And you also have people that come in and leave, you know, it's hard to build like a tribe. I, I just hear that there's you know? a lot of like weird, bizarre people out in LA, man. Yeah, of course. Like, you're you're just, attracting everyone just, yeah, it's that just, wants to be part, like to want that, want to be seen, that want to, you know, act and want to, you know, Mostly actors, you know, who are like coming from their communities, maybe where they were seen and they felt like, you know, like, oh, I can be seen on a bigger stage. Or maybe they're coming from their communities throughout the country where they were not seen at all, but want to be heard. You're getting all the people that were popular in their towns. Yeah, too, true. That, or that too. wishing to be popular. Or wishing to be popular and they find LA as a place where they can reinvent themselves. You know, but this is like, you know, the people, the, the, this can be say, said the same about people in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people come to pursue their dreams here in New York, right? And uh, and I find that the 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 bad New Yorkers, the New Yorkers that are rude and are shitty or whatever, are are people that came here <laughs> to follow their dreams and had their dreams crushed. Transplants, or transplants that got were dis- because this is a city of distraction. Mm-hmm. So much, so many things going on. Same thing in L A. So many different things going on that you know you may it's come here for focused. one thing. Right, and, and for your dreams, and then you wake up twenty years later doing something completely what you were not wanting to do. You just maybe fell into or led a different way or whatever, and you're you're bitter because you were not able to work on your dreams, or you felt like your dreams were crushed or whatever. But mainly because you were not focused on it because you got you're distracted. just a miserable human being. Yeah, yeah. Who are now also like seeing people come into the city, come into your like whatever 
doe-eyed or whatever and hopeful to make their dreams come true and they cynical and they represent who what you were mm-hmm. you know what and what you hope to be but the truth is most people you don't know? make it most people don't make it most people don't make it don't most make it. yeah most people don't make it and most people need to like, not just everybody can yeah can be the star of 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 the next blockbuster movie yeah but most people need you know? to understand and take responsibility for their own lives you know, and, and take the responsibility for where they are, you know, in regards to... Instead of deflecting and blaming everything else. Yeah, yeah. I sure, I under, and we just had a talk about, like, you know, systemic uh, racism mm-hmm. and oppression, mm-hmm. and those things exist too. You know, but right. there's all... At the same, I mean, it's not just black and white. There's different. Right. There's levels to this. There's layers to for this, sure. you know? So it's like, there's well, also, that, that is also not, like responsibility. Yeah, that's know? not... I mean, what we're talking to, and to put it into context, is these are all choices that are available to you yeah so if and it's not like you were uh put in a system you chose to come out here yeah and, do your and thing. participate in the system right. which and also is like systemically racist too you're choosing to go into that world now so it's different yeah you you already know the rules of the game but we're coming into it. whereas the zip code and the race that you are mm-hmm. you don't have a choice in you that. don't have a choice yeah. you're just but and then, the color of your skin and and not only that but luck yeah, luck is a big like luck. luck is a factor, you know. Luck, luck is a major factor. Yeah, yeah, you know, being so, at the right place at the right time, going, meeting the right people. Right, mm-hmm. but going, you do have to take responsibility for your decisions mm-hmm. in your own life. You have to understand the decisions that you're making, especially when you're choosing to, depending on the color of your skin. But if you're choosing an industry that's been known to not have many people look like you, mm-hmm. or you could look at the people that look like you within that industry. And just know that it's going to be challenging. And and like and it's unfair. You shouldn't have to prove your worthiness. Right, but life's not but fair. You, yeah, but so you. But who's going to fight <laughs> for it? Not, who's right. going to? If you don't fight for, if you're going to go in and just complain about it, there's nothing that's going to happen. But you can go in, recognize all the obstacles, and build coalitions, build friendships, right. build like Either networks, there, and just like, become a gajillionaire. Because the person who, who has the money can fund fund the movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's also true. Because uh, a lot of the times, it's not even uh, a lot. Of, they think all oh, the people in Hollywood are racist. That's not always it. No, they want to make money. They want to make money. So this is uh, what I loved about. Uh, I don't know if have you guys heard about like Gold House. No, Gold House. No. Gold House. Gold House is this incredible organization, uh, nonprofit. It's um, actually the main reason why Crazy Rich Asians uh, got so was so. Uh, uh, successful mm-hmm. you know because what they did was understanding that you know we don't get the roles uh that we need in hollywood and in you know in uh entertainment because we're viewed as um uh not financial not yeah bankable. not bankable financial liability etc cetera, etc cetera, right? right so if that's the we're argument we're not gonna fill the seats yeah we're not gonna fill it so if that's the argument what gold house did was you know ensured that crazy rich Asians had an incredible uh, opening weekend, box office weekend. They had a great run. They had a great run too. They made it made so much Absolutely. money, so much yeah. money. The best like uh, selling like uh, it was a rom- fun movie to watch, man. And, like, it was a really fun movie. Yeah, it was to a watch. fun movie. It was incredible yeah. to see us on the big screen. Incredible, right. incredible, right? So what they did was right, they bought out movie theaters, right, and they moved. Uh, they got to move the uh, premiere to the middle of the week in, on Wednesday and bought out all those theaters. They had um, Asian 
professionals. You know, uh, uh, what, what do you call the Is Asian professionals? Like, young yap, yappas, yappies, 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 yappies whatever, right? Across, right? That that poured money. Mm-hmm. Right to buy out theaters, I think it's about like three thousand dollars plus mm-hmm. to buy out one theater. Right. Bought out theaters across the country, and the great thing about moving it to Wednesday, were they actually filled? Yeah, because they gave it away. They gave away the tickets, free mm-hmm. tickets. Man. Gave away the tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, I watched my uh, Crazy Rich Asians movie for free. You know, through oh. Gold House, right? So, um, uh, I uh, was it called? Um, uh, so they started in the middle of the week. Right, and the great thing about it is that when you start in the middle of the week, all those numbers go towards your opening weekend numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. So you sh- like you show the numbers. You show, hey, we are bankable. Mm-hmm. We, and that actually, because of Crazy Rich Asians, that opened up uh, a did. path for so many more it Asian did. American movies. But do you, Asian do you stories. think, do you think co- because of COVID, it put a... Um, Oh, big stop. Come on. Big like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, That's, we were just, we were on this roll. We were on a roll, nonstop, seriously. nonstop, nonstop, right? We were on this roll. We were killing it. We, were we get two it. biscuits? Yeah, we get two. We got, <laughs> we got like five. We got six, right? And then, like, Parasite. Oh, oh my God. the Golden Globes. One Oscar. Oscars. Yeah. Oscars yeah. Like, Great freaking yeah, film. Incredible film. I saw it in the we theaters. We were on whispered. top. Did I see it with you? No, 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 I saw no, it with no, someone. We else. were on top of the world. We were on top of the yeah. world in, car- in regards yeah. to representation in yeah. entertainment. We were making so many like strides. Right. COVID happened. Right, right. All it felt like everything that we've been fighting. For, yeah, everything we were fighting for wiped, wiped away. You, you, you know, we lost our seat at the table. Huh? But, and not it, only did we but, lose a seat at the table, we got kicked out the restaurant. Yeah, but yeah. Is, <laughs> but isn't that when COVID happened? Isn't wasn't that like an eye-opening experience? Like that that racism against Asians. Is inherent in American culture. Yeah, American yeah, yeah. Society. No, it's absolutely inherent, and that's what we need to fight this fight. We need to fight against white supremacy that is indoctrinated in our educational systems, in our, across all systems in in our society, because it holds us back. We like no matter how good we are, you know, we will never experience the white privilege that is right. You mm-hmm. know, and even if we're good, it just goes. Oh yeah, he's good because he's Asian. Mm-hmm. It, it it takes away. The hard work, the mm. dedication, yes. all of that. They're just saying, oh, yeah. It's like every other Asian's like that. Yeah. that that's that's the way they are. That's their culture. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, wait, no, no, no. I like, we had to make sacrifices too. Yeah. We had we to, have to study ju- just as hard. We had to study Harder. just as hard. Yeah. You know, just to be just as smart as you. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, yeah, he's only smarter than me because yeah, that's the way they are. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really dismissive. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, no, I, it, I it is a problem very, with yeah, that. It, it is like, it is very like a, you know, dismissive of the actual. You're taking hard away. Work. You're taking away my journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to be work really hard to be where I'm at. I had to work really hard to get accepted into the, to Harvard. Mm-hmm. I had to work really hard to 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 have a million dollars. I had to work really hard to mm. to build my family, you build financial Harvard? security. You're in Harvard. No, I'm using examples. Oh, man. okay. Jeez. I thought you went to like I didn't. I was like, oh, you went to grad school. I didn't know. First that. of all, I don't have either. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have a gajillion dollars, and I and I and I didn't go to Harvard. Although I do have. A, my brother went to Harvard. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, I have a Harvard T-shirt that I like to wear. <laughs> and pretend. Um, well, my friend in LA, black guy, uh, yeah. Cole Wiley. Yeah. You know, he actually carries his Harvard. Like mm-hmm. he went to Harvard. Yeah. Right, and um, he carries in his car his Harvard shirt. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, uh, to like so when he gets pulled over by police, mm-hmm. like oh okay, this is edu-. like it's a it's sad, re- it's a yeah. sad reality. Like oh, that's true. So so the police don't see him as oh like a threat a thug or threat or whatever. Right. There's a Harvard educate like it's just, like he carries that around. Right. He carries around uh, a clipboard like with like 
Hillary stuff or Trump stuff, mm-hmm. you know, to so to avoid like it's a sad right. and this is an incredible human being, right. loving, smart, you know, beyond you know uh, all belief, more articulate than most people I know, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and just generally loving human being that contributes so much, right. you know, uh, but has to that lives in fear because of the color of his skin because he knows the reality of the situation can turn really fast, very ugly, very quickly. Right, if he's just alone somewhere, yeah, and he's walking, and and I mean, it could get ugly. I mean, we've seen too many incidences like that. It's it's unfortunate. It, it mm. really is, and we all have certain things that we fight against. And you know, when they say that we that white privilege doesn't exist, that we're all on equal platform, mm-hmm. holy cow! Then I would say, I dare you to switch. Yeah, those mm. all those people. I dare you to switch. Yeah, because you won't. You won't. You wouldn't. You, switch. you would not. You would you not. Would never switch. You would not. You would not. You would not, man. They would not. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. would not. And, and the argument is like, oh, like you know, you have all these like uh, black uh, NBA players and black uh, uh, athletes who are getting paid millions of millions of dollars. You know, that yeah. that's certainly the minority. Yeah, they make up the majority of the league. Yeah, but but it's still a minority compared to the rest of the. But population. they don't represent all black people. You know, but, but yo, check this. Like Jeremy Lin, right? He was like uh, he performed better than John Wall. Right, summer league, yeah, by the metrics, right, and he was, he was labeled just as fast, as, just as fast close, right? Yeah. But he was, quote unquote, deceptively fast. I know what I know, you know, like, but by the metrics, by the numbers, he was pretty damn good, you yeah. know. And even uh, Daryl Morey, like uh, the uh, general manager of the Houston Rockets, right. it's like we overlooked him, even though right. he was great by the numbers. Right, we just you know our perception and- of him. You know, it, it, there is part of that. There is the perception of like, oh, okay, you know, you know, black people are better athletically. Right. Asian people cannot be. Every year, Jeremy, Jeremy Lin got better and better mm-hmm. stat-wise. Right. His stats got better, but his his uh, perception got worse and worse every single year. And and it was crazy to me because um, I saw so many Asians hating on Jeremy Lin. So it oh, was yeah. it, it was such a wild thing like you know, like oh like and they were believing a lot of the the stereotypes it, and it was crazy because German Lin was an incredible phenomena that like it's like it's, it's like I don't understand the self hate in our community mm-hmm. right where we cannot celebrate people who are doing incredible yeah. things they may not be the most the perfect thing but they represent our community they represent people that look mean, at, and, and Jeremy of, Lin brought a lot of us together you know mm-hmm. i saw yeah. so many people in the asian community together. Not, i think i yeah, think there not, were more not the chinese community the asian uh, yeah community. yeah I, I know you're highlighting the negative parts of, yeah. of it but i mean throughout what? time yeah. eventually like Overall, you know though, yeah. i would say that jeremy lynn was awesome like in what he Hell did for the yeah. community for, though, he, what, what he, he did for people right like, he may not have been an all-star and and i do want to make a, mm-hmm. a difference from a, for all the basketball heads out there yes yeah. i'm aware that john wall and jeremy lynn that you know are at different levels. Yeah, I totally get it. Like, like I totally get it. Like, there, there's no way in any draft, and, and no disrespect to J- Jeremy Lin, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but there's no way in any draft would I pick 
or anyone would pick Jeremy Lin over John Wall. I would have if I saw the no, the uh, summer no league. Way. If I watched the summer league, yo, no Jeremy way. Lin smoked John Wall in the summer league. What are you talking? He smoked him. Yeah, there's smoked him. There's no way you would pick Jeremy Lin over John Wall. Wait, yeah. what, in what period of time? Because it's there's different like the, summer like, league or no, 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 no. Or like draft. Let's draft, say draft based oh, on the oh, summer league coming out coming out of the draft into the NBA. He had better metrics, better numbers. You know, like. And so you would you think Jeremy Lin's a top three draft pick? I think that's insane. Who was who? Who else was drafted during that time? Hold on, I'll, I'll pull. You it know, up. like John Wall. John Wall was the number one pick. You oh, know, yeah. yeah he like was, I mean, he like if him. he was the number one pick and you had Jeremy Lin who smoked him, right? Who had better metrics than him, mm-hmm. right? By the numbers. Yeah. Why would you like? Why would he not be up there? Jeremy wasn't Lin wasn't even drafted. He wasn't even drafted. Like he was, he, like like Jeremy Lin, right? Like was uh what in California? Uh, uh what was it California State Player of the Year? Whatever it was, right? Because and uh, Palo Alto, Palo Alto, yeah, yeah, like uh, uh all state player or whatever. Yeah. Not one like team gave him a a, a scholarship. No, that that was that was crazy. He was a walk on. He was a walk on. But right? Jeremy I mean, Jeremy's not a Jeremy's not a, a, a I don't know a, a number one draft pick. Maybe not number one. Come on, D right? Wade. What I mean, yeah, D sure. Wade wasn't even number one. D Wade's draft class. Yeah, is but insane, you also but. have like all these draft picks, right? Look, that, John Wall, John Evan Wall. Turner, Derek Favors, Wesley Johnson, Demarcus Over, Cousins, Evan, Evan Turner, Derek Favors, <laughs> Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward, Greg Monroe, is, yeah, Al Farouk. Yeah, right. come guys. on. No one knows Paul these George. guys anymore. <laughs> Paul George. Paul George, okay, Paul George was drafted yeah. ten. Which ten. Is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, but crazy. like. But like yeah, no, do I think uh, in, Jeremy, in that in it, that draft class in that draft top class 10, top, 10, 10, top, top ten top ten one thousand percent not top three top ten yeah, top ten top ten top ten, top 10. Uh, based on this that. list based on that list come based on, on this list for sure top ten top ten but but at, at least but not he no. was never given the keys I wouldn't take Jeremy Lin over John Wall though you, you smoking some shit on that <laughs> <laughs> I love I love me some and Jeremy I, Lin man yeah no and that's reasonable I but, understand but that. not over I John Wall man not over John Wall like it's yeah just, I mean well John Wall had the opportunity to become he was developed he was a franchise player right, right? he had all the pieces put around him for mm-hmm. him to be able to thrive Jeremy Lin had gotten was afforded nothing afforded mm-hmm. nothing even when he got into the Golden State Warriors, right? Right? He he was he was handcuffed. He was completely handcuffed by yeah. like a and if, a, and if all those Keith injuries Smart. and 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 the Knicks taking consecutive L's didn't happen that year, and they didn't have D'Antoni as a coach, going, yeah. Well, like, I like, gotta try something. I gotta try something. I gotta try yeah. something. Last resort. He was last like the resort. last resort. Last yeah. resort. Like I don't know if you remember that time. Uh, MSG and Time Warner were in a fight. You know, there was no, mm-hmm. like, if you had Time Warner Cable, you could right, not right, watch right. That's right. That's any right. NBA games. Right. You had to try to, uh, if you heard about Jeremy Lin, yeah. you had to, like, try to, like, find some kind of download of the right, game or right. whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and we were first hearing about him, you know? And it was, it was wild because Jeremy Lin ended uh, the, the the fight the, fight, the, yeah, the feud yeah. and, and it got the ratings me, went up the ratings went up you know and it was incredible because I've been a Knicks fan right yeah. I've been a Knicks fan and suffered so many years of mediocrity yeah. Just mediocrity. My favorite player I could speak of was like maybe Nate Robinson, <laughs> Jamal Crawford. Oh, you no, don't go way back. My you know? favorite is Patrick Ewing. John no, no, Stark, I'm, I'm saying d- d- during those years of mediocrity. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that was rough. Right? That was so rough. You can't even really pick a favorite player. We were excited. I was excited for Nate Robinson. I was excited. Tiny man when, who won dunk when, contest. When like, Starfire yeah. and Mello came in. I was really stoked. I hated Mello. I but. hated Mello because we gave up so many assets for Mello. 
Like he was gonna come and sign the next but year, those but he forced, didn't even do anything in Denver though. They were good though. Danilo Gallinari was great in New York. Uh, Wilson were. Chandler they was were. great in New York. They were right. Yeah, Wilson but, Chandler. But, Timothy Mozgov was not, a right, great draft pick. But that's for not Melo's fault. Yes, Melo forced the hand, forced them to trade. I want to trade now because so he can get the supermax deal. Right, but then I'm saying that's not. That's a Knicks fault. That's not. Oh yeah, Knicks have to take. But okay. the Knicks are the ones that offer that trade. Uh, well, like because they were Mello build, was pressuring. They were him. building around Melo, right? So they were right, building. But, then, around, but you have to build around you. You 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 like, do you do, you but you don't have to give up all those assets. Melo was coming. Melo was coming. Melo was coming. A few months later. Melo was coming, but because he wanted his super max deal, they had. That's why they did a sign and trade. Right, but then you wouldn't be the Knicks if you if you did a, a, a smarter. Of course, trade. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know, they I, need to. They so, can, they're not gonna let another team out Knicks the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So so the Knicks, man, I gave up on the Knicks after they let up uh, let Jeremy Lin go for nothing. You know, they let they could have signed Jeremy Lin for three million dollars a year. Like straight up, yeah. They Jeremy Lin wanted to stay. He, he, want, he, he wanted to stay. Yeah. New like Jeremy Lin was New York's son. You know, he like I loved he, him. Yeah, he man. brought up so much energy, so much New York pride. You know, people were going crazy at the yeah. Garden for him, man. And I and let me put this right: I, I wasn't I wasn't for Jeremy Lin just because he was he was Asian. That was part of it, yeah. of course. Because I was because like, because I was oh, a shoot. Knicks fan. I was but, like, yo, but this because is... Knicks was exciting again, man. Yes. And he made the house right. And not only that. I felt like from watch as a fan watching it, he brought yeah. unity to the garden yes. and to the team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you got like you got all these other players yeah. that are like rallying beside him, yeah. and they really respect and like him as a person. Like yeah. he, he's a good locker room guy. Yeah, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and I'm like, why wouldn't you keep that team player? Team player. Know? He made everyone better. Yes. You know, he he, he made Novak he glimpses, into like this superstar. Uh, and I'm not saying he's Steve Nash, but he had mm. glimpses of of the way he would dish. You know, where he would pick and roll that game. And it was very Steve Nash S. Yeah. You know, he was on his way there. He was on I, his way. How he made every player better. It's just, it was fun to watch, man. It was fun to watch. We need to celebrate people like that. You yeah. know, like, like Andrew Yang, right? I didn't care that he was an Asian guy. Actually, because he was an Asian guy, it made me uh, doubt him. A little bit, you know, just because of the conditioning of how right. I feel in our country. And same thing with Jeremy Lin. Just because he was Asian, it made everyone doubt him. Everyone doubt him. You know, so, but, you know, when they start doing well, we have to find ways to celebrate, to uplift. And if they do things that we may not agree with, we must not, like, tear them down. We must bring them in, express our grievances, guess what, fellow Asians, and build us we up. We don't have anyone else, man. So we don't have doing? anyone else. We don't have anyone. So, so why are we, are we taking down the most prominent people in yeah. our, you know, that represent us? Yeah. You know, we need to find ways to not be crabs in a barrel and really yeah. push and uplift each other. And But we have to recognize that bringing each other together, supporting each other, uplifting each other is a net positive for all of us. It creates more opportunity for all of us. I love K-pop. I, I don't listen to K-pop. I don't listen to watch K-dramas, but I love K-pop. I love K-dramas because it's done It's wonders. making us sexy. Yes, it's done wonders <laughs> for my sex life. It's been incredible, you know? <laughs> they're like, going, they're going, hmm. Huh? Yeah. Shout out to K-pop. Shout out to like K dramas. You know, like no doubt. You know, so I appreciate it. You know, like even though I was doing great before that, but now uh, like I started to thrive even more from all these like you know, particularly in LA. Huh? Like actually, I found out that uh, uh, it was 
my success with dating with women uh, was more in New York than LA for sure. Uh, and mainly because it goes to the numbers. Just there's a disproportionate amount of women, more women in New York than in uh, uh, than men in New York. You okay. know? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, and in LA, it's the reverse. The ratio is like three to one, right? Three to New one York. in New York? Yeah, yeah, in New York. So, women Whoa, to men. Yeah, really? That's one guy is like It's three great girls. dating in New York. And I think it's a little huh. bit of the reverse. Like, I think uh, two to one in uh in la and uh men to women oh wow yeah wait so it's two to one in in, in la i'm not too sure about the numbers but it's it, the numbers are do you, skewed against do you think men. women are more fine in la or, or new york i mean i think women are beautiful wherever you know like anywhere uh, stop with the no no okay no. romeo beautiful women come from every part of the world yeah. no come on no no you yes yes stop yes, playing yes. Uh, that's that's how i know it's bs no no beautiful women come from different parts of the world i do not disagree that yeah and but if you're talking about if if you're talking about like a scale of rating like a new york nine is different from like a buffalo nine. Oh yeah yeah I mean, but okay, because because remember we but, went to we went to school in Buffalo, yeah, 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 and we were just like the the, the New York Five is like a Buffalo Nine. We're yeah. just like whoa. Well, you you know how you said like yeah. in in LA in the West Coast, mm-hmm. people want to take care of themselves physically. They they they're, they're out there working out, right? right exactly. But if you're, yeah. you're talking about Buffalo, it's like cold. So that's what not, I'm saying. Like, but also in LA, there's all these fake people with so, fake like oh, so, yeah. so, yeah. so is I mean, a is a LA is is a LA Nine like a New York Seven? I, I don't think so. Or vice versa. I, I mean, Are they both pretty I, much... I think it's about kind of the same. It's just in LA, the weather's better. So you see, you know, more skin and that's more attractive, you True. know? You know, it's just not on my radar. Yeah. But, you know, it's... I'm, I'm, I do find it fascinating. I had no idea that mm-hmm. New York outnumbered like three to one. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it makes dating easier for sure. And then um, sucks for the women. <laughs> you know scarcity yeah it, actually no i think it's great you know i feel like like women get they get to pick no they right? don't we get men get to pick more choices more. Like, no men go i understand that when you look at the numbers but I'm, yeah. well, I'm talking about just uh like at a bar scene yeah you know there's more guys trying to go after the women than than the women going after a particular guy. No, 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 no. It's the other way around. There are more women than there are men. In New York. In New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But I'm talking about when you're at a bar. Yeah. There are more guys mm-hmm. eager to chase a girl than there are girls eager to chase guys. Mm, that's not my experience. What's your experience? Um, like, I feel like I've been disadvantaged. Like, I feel like like I have no game because I never had to develop game, you know? Okay. So it was, and I, and I'm starting to realize it may have been due to the disproportions, you know? <laughs> so I never really ever had to try. Okay. You know, and, uh, you know, and I think that's, and also, I think who I am kind of also uh, breaks a lot of uh, perspectives and stuff. Damn, because I, I got to try. I got to try, man. I got to try really hard. Personally, like. Really? Yeah. 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 A lot of people um, may think otherwise, but every girl that I really mm-hmm. wanted, mm-hmm. It, it wasn't a layup. 
I'll yeah, say that. but like, okay, so I, I actually that, had to chase. Yeah, uh, and, I mean, there were girls. For yeah, there were women that like I really wanted, and uh, and in me trying, I always found that me trying never worked. You know, me like you know. Oh, you're doing that cool guy move. That uh, but that's what that works. Me don't chase do- girls, man. Just leave it at that, and and I think that's and and it's just, true. Yeah, I think there, and that in itself is game. Like yeah, but that's talk real. Like, just like, ignore her, and then she'll. It's part not, of the game. It's not. No, I don't like to ignore people, but I'm just like you know, if I just am just myself, I find that yeah. that is a winning strategy as opposed to me trying to be someone or gaming someone or like having strategies to get them to uh, attract them to me. You know. Uh-huh. Okay. So I think the probably the best game is no game. Just keeping uh-huh. real. In I my, disagree with that. Yeah. Okay. I disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have to. So I, I have to agree with Will. I mean, like, you. There has to be you, some sort of game. Yeah. You need yeah. some game. You need yeah. to have like some. Like, you need to have some if type if, of. If you're nice emotional and flirtatious. IQ. If, if you're a great. Well, that's. I think that's part of it, right? It's Just being This guy. This being guy's game. full of it. This guy's that game. He's gaming us right now. Yeah. <laughs> being flirtatious is part of the game, man. Uh, yeah. No, being flirtatious. I've seen you flirt. I've seen you flirt. <laughs> I've seen you with your game. Come on, stop it. No, I mean, I think that's just being flirty. Well, well, you know? well, well maybe, flirt maybe, is maybe, part of the game. Well, maybe from oh. your perspective, you're mm-hmm. just like, I'm being so myself mm-hmm. that that it's nothing abnormal about it. And that's mm-hmm. your game, right? So, well, yeah, I think it, if, I guess, if you say, can be flirty, like, I think as long as it is authentic. Uh, that's maybe if, maybe I have a negative like connotation of and feeling of what game is but and what I see is like yeah. if you're authentic that doesn't mean that the girl will be interested either yeah but I think it's just maybe like uh, there are, I think when you're confident in who you are okay you know uh, that's I think, I think there needs to be a level of game uh-huh. of of you displaying the best you that I could agree with Okay, maybe that's the game then. Just being right. your best self, you know, right. and, and taking care of yourself, you know, and being the best person you can be. Right, just, is, to, just to up your odds. Yeah. That doesn't always work. But what I'm saying is that there's, there, there's a game that, that's why, why do people buy like dope ass cars? Why do people mm-hmm. want to flaunt Rolexes yeah. and, and, and uh, make themselves appear more like a man in demand? Mm-hmm. Because they know that they're increasing their odds of attracting the opposite sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Or the mm-hmm. same sex if you roll like that. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just you don't see women going, buying Ferraris trying to snatch a guy. So that's why I'm saying guys are more uh, uh, in pursuit of women than yeah, because outwardly it, Because it represents like financial security, you know. Right. Um, right. Whereas like women, stable. that's why I feel women, mm-hmm. especially a beautiful woman, a guy, every guy wants her. Mm-hmm. Every guy wants her, mm-hmm. right? But a beautiful, a good-looking guy doesn't mean every girl wants him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a rich man, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. everybody, everyone wants. Guys, him. I want girl, him. I want yeah, guys, girls, everyone. Yeah. Right <laughs> now, the the sexiest guy, right? Yeah, He's yeah. like Jeff Bezos right now. You oh, know, you can't tell me God. any any single woman. Mm-hmm. Would turn down Jeff Jeff Bezos. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. ripped now too. Yeah, he's, he's you know he's so ripped, and he, ripped you know, don't change ugly though. <laughs> he's not ugly. I don't think he's, he's not ugly. ugly. I don't think no. So. I, he's a he's a he's okay. A, I mean it's he's a beauty a is just beauty is in the eye of the beholder. He's a good looking. You know, and I just did not find he, him. He has that I'm Mr. Not, clean type. I'm not saying he's like Brad Pitt and George Clooney, but yeah, you know, or Bruce Lee, anything like that. But what I'm saying is is he ain't like you know 
like nasty. He ain't attractive. He ain't. He's like average. He's not like an elephant man. You know? He's like average. But let's just uh, let's just say best. he was. He was like let, on a scale of subjectively. 10, let's just know? say he was a two. Uh-huh. Let's just say I don't. You know, yeah, and his money makes him a ten. Abs- it makes him beyond that. Yeah. It yeah. makes him way more attractive than you are. Yeah, by far. Yeah, by far. But, yeah. but then he also has other attributes like intelligence and like you know all of these other attributes mm-hmm. that yeah, and he's wicked smart that mm-hmm. goes into it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you know it, there's so many different factors. So as an Asian man, yeah, as an average Asian man, mm-hmm. as an average like if I was single, mm-hmm. as an average single Asian man, how yeah. do I go out there in in I guess put myself out there and meet more women because I think. A lot of Asian men have this issue mm-hmm. where they feel that there's a, a, a very low, uh, th- where they stand is very low on a totem pole. Yes, and they All, they very don't true too. Yeah, they don't have too many women outside of Asian girls mm-hmm. that are even interested in them. Even Asian girls may not be interested. Yeah, in. Asian girls that uh, you have Asian women who like oh I kind of want to yeah I want to date my brother. Like, right, 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 right. But with but, you, but is, with you, you're saying that. Yeah. That's that's a total myth. It's totally false. That I'm not saying it's a total myth. I understand those realities, right? I okay. understand that. But those are, but those aren't true for you. No, they are true to a certain. They are true to me because I am Asian. You know, like we all are. But they're not face- true to you in the sense that you, you, like you stated earlier, that you get women because of of the ratio that you have a much easier time, and you don't really feel I think like there's all men have better opportunities because of the ratio. Right, but in regards to me, all men aren't created equal. No, they're not. They're not. But just like you know, proportionally speaking, you know, you have a better opportunity because you know, you have there's women have women do have less to pick from in New York. Okay. Right. So, um, you know, but so, Asian men in particular don't feel that. No, Asian men don't because average we, Asian guy. Yeah. Well, well, we're all that. You know, like there's been a hundred years for a century for a century now. We've been uh, emasculated, uh, dehumanized, uh, desexualized in our media. You know, so there is a conditioning throughout our entire society. So what can they do? What can they do in the immediate term to make an impact on their love life? It's uh, to discard because that also, that kind of belief doesn't just affect people in society it affects us and, and our own beliefs Yourself. about ourselves so when you go in, you know? some, in so, a situation so we have to find a way you know, very low confidence low what's confidence a girl, yeah what's a girl senses that it's like you it's know, game over it's creep, all confidence it's all it's all confidence when you talk to anyone really if you talk to women or you're talking for job interviews you know you you have to be confident in who you are so it takes a lot of work to understand and value yourself but, you know, uh, got to be tr- careful with confidence without substance. That's yeah, confidence without substance is like you know dangerous. Uh, yeah, dangerous it's absolutely formula. dangerous. Yeah, you could put yourself in a real deep hole. Yeah, and then you know, there's also not reading the room. We have to like there are maybe there are like this is not like the recommended you know uh, tactic for Asian men who and or any kind of men is there who anything are they insular can do and who have been like whatever. You have to get out there. You have to go out and talk to people. Right and, and and one, if you're not used to talking to people, you're not going to be, you know, uh, get your equipped. reps in. Yeah, to talk to women. I think, you know, I think women that you're attracted to, and women that you're attracted to, maybe like you know that may you know be very intimidating, and then you you have no confidence. Right. It's a very lose lose situation before it even begins. Right. I think Asian men got to look at it as, like, just take the color of your skin out 
for a hot yeah. second because you don't control that. Yeah, it, it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And and I would say move as anybody else would move in a game in the da- dating world. Yeah, you have to treat like if you're if you're talking about like you know um, non Asian women and you're trying to like have date non Asian women, you have to approach it as if you it was an Asian woman if that's what you're used to. Right. You know if if you've not like but if it's harder if you've not had put yourself out there right. to try to talk to women right. talk in general because i gotta tell you i've you seen know? asian men and not good looking ones right i mean one of my With beautiful bu- women one, i've seen you know, it one of my one, one of my um uh you know him dave one of my old friends mm. he's overweight oh he has a receding hairline mm-hmm. uh he doesn't have the double eyelids it's actually really like mm-hmm. his eyes are super small and beady yeah. mm-hmm. and he gets girls and mm-hmm. not Asian girls because he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't really date Asian girls. Mm-hmm. He gets white girls, Spanish girls, black yeah. girls. Yeah. Like it's his personality. It's, he's it's, extremely it's, confident. Yeah, he's confident in who he, he is, right? Owns the room. As soon as he mm-hmm. walks into a room, yeah. he owns that room. Yeah. And he's not good looking and he's obese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he just goes in there and he just makes jokes and he's and he doesn't let any guy stand. He's ready to like mm-hmm. you know, go toe to toe with any That's guy. That's a confident person. He just goes he's ready to go toe to toe in yeah. a in an argument, yeah. in a debate, in an intellectual mm-hmm. discussion. Mm-hmm. He's ready to go. Yeah. And he gets girls. I've watched yeah. him get girls over and over and mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. and i'm going any guy that tells me that asian guys can't really go i like well you gotta you gotta meet my buddy here because he's he's really canceling mm-hmm. everything yeah, all of your that, theories because yeah. my buddy here is and you know because they're going oh will, i believe it I will believe you're 1, six foot three yeah you know oh yeah uh, they try to say i get yeah. that i get that i get, I get oh you're an actor will you know like you you model here and there like you know you know of course you're gonna get i'm like Nah, man. I think it just comes that like I've I've seen very incredibly good looking men who just yeah. flail because they have not developed like social skills, you know, to be able to talk to That's people, true. you know. And and I think it just comes down to like you know just because flirting is I think is not a, just a thing that you just do with women. You kind of like you have this. It's a flirting. I feel is like this uh, light hearted uh, kind of uh, uh, behavior. You know that that brings uh, light and kind of joy to you know many different kind of situations, and people like to be around that. Yeah, people mm-hmm. like to be around that. You know, people like to Someone laugh that's fun, and smile. Laugh. Yeah, yeah. Laugh. that energy. Yeah, is yeah. Attractive. Can Can you be my Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> can you be comedy, mm-hmm. drama, action? Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know they want you to be their Netflix. And I also think there's also a dynamic uh, in sexual polarities. You know, there's a male energy and a female energy, you know, mm-hmm. even amongst like a men and women, right? There's a uh, man could take more of the feminine, uh, ener- you know, energy side of it. And you have uh, a woman that takes the masculine and they work well because, you know, they hey, complement I read that other. book. What book? Uh, oh, my gosh. I forgot. It was a while ago, like, like a couple of years ago. It was about feminine energy, male, the guide to being a better man or... Mm. The, the the mastery of of being a oh my gosh I'm totally butching yeah. it oh, I can't believe I don't remember it I read this book a couple of years ago yeah. and it talks about how men should uh, get into the female energy mm-hmm. and and uh, how we do certain things yeah and tapping sure. into that is like a superpower sure I mean we we all have oh masculine God. and feminine what energy women want? huh <laughs> what women want no gonna, but we no. all have masculine and feminine energy within us you know so but it's also you know kind of like opposites attract you know and opposites work together mm-hmm. you know to, uh, so um 
like I, I, I believe in sexual polarity where it's like, okay, you have different energies that work together, that mm-hmm. attract each other, you know? But uh, they're different. And, they're and different. Do you different know? spectrums, but they do yeah, attract. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, like there could be really masculine men with really feminine women, mm-hmm. and that works really well. There could be really masculine women with really feminine men, and that works really well. How about when you it's know? the same energy? Like, like masculine, uh, oh, oh, masculine Well, same women. sex, you mean? Like, no, like, like a, no, like a masculine man with a masculine woman? Or, I feel like that might be harder to... Or that's... Yeah, it might, it, there may be conflicts, you know, and mm-hmm. but not, yeah. it doesn't mean that it won't work, but like it's uh, not as... Uh, um, I got that. The book is called The Way of the Superior Man. Oh, okay. Good book. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good The Way book. of the Superior it, it, Man. It, it touches on that, but mm-hmm. on so many levels. Yeah. I mean, I think we just have to just be aware of who we are, you know, uh, just recognize our, who, our own power, you know, and be respectful of other people. Yeah. You know, as long as like, if, like, you know, as long as you always, I think, move in respect, you know, uh, when someone says no, they really mean no. Then how do you explain? No doesn't mean oh, yes, for sure, you know. For sure. But how do you explain like, how girls are attracted to bad boys? I think it's probably like uh, due to like maybe sexual polarity again you know like where like bad boys you know uh exude this hyper masculinity i I remember i was hanging out with a group of girls back in college Mm -hmm. and uh they were telling me like this guy is so attractive i'm like what was so attractive about Mm -hmm. him they were like you know this guy is cute and this guy's cute but Mm -hmm. what makes this guy's cuter because he's such a badass He's such yeah. a bad boy. It's like I mean, the rules may- don't apply to him and they just yeah. love him. I mean, maybe that's the, like the hyper-masculinity appeals to their femininity. I don't, I don't know. But there's also conditioning you as know? well. There's conditioning, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. there's, but like we see it, but where does that maybe also come from? Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. it like, you know, what we see in the images is reflective of real mm-hmm. life, right. you know? I mean, and that's absurd. Yeah. I mean, I hear a lot of girls, I, I think it comes from, they, they just want, they don't want to be stuck with a guy that's corny. When you come down to it, that, that's like boring yeah. and corny. But you know, me, the bad me, boy, I don't want to get stuck be, with a girl that's corny either. He's gonna you be, know? <laughs> exactly. You know? like, he's going to be unpredictable. He's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to be a man in the man. She's going to have an adventure with him versus a guy that's you know plain Jane mm-hmm. by the book. But I think maybe a masculine like woman would probably want a much softer feminine guy. For sure, you know. For sure, someone, someone opposites attract. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I really believe that. So, mm-hmm. anyway, I would love to dig further, but we are out of time. We yeah. have how long have we been bills talking? to pay and things to do? <laughs> Shoot, uh, this is the longest podcast we ever had. It is yeah, the longest podcast, but you know what? It's been years, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like you were saying earlier, you know, a lot of it's catch up, and there's just so many things going on in the world right now. So much. That I mean, I there's think, just we, lot I think we've only about. scratched the surface too. No, That's I mean, the there, crazy we part. We could talk day and night. You know, there's just so much to talk about. There's just too many things going on, and and it's hard. It's hard to navigate all of it. You know, and and uh, and it's hard also to sometimes express your opinion uh, and your feelings and your perspectives. You know, in fear of getting canceled if you if you misspeak. Right. You know, like yeah. we need to create space. You know, this is a space that right. you know we need to continue creating spaces like this where we can discuss where we can where we're allowed to be wrong respectively you know respectively disagree if, yeah. the, if our opinions are differ yeah, yeah. and well, thank you grace. for coming on that yeah. space and and you know being uh so uh sharing with all of your stances and uh, telling us what you're up to and how we can move forward with 
a lot of these things because you're right there. You know, you know, you're you've been on the front line for this. You've been going at this for for months on end, continuously. Yeah. I volunteer. I've been volunteering full time. You've been like very at least consistent with no pay. No pay. With no pay. So I think yeah. that brings a lot of credibility to the work that you do, sir. Yeah. Thank and, you. And uh, it is appreciated. And continue to fight the good fight. Yeah. And we'd yeah, love man. to have you back on in the future. Yeah. I, we say this to all of our guests. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this is the time we're meaning it. No, we mean it. <laughs> no, no, we always mean it. We always mean it. <laughs> we always mean it. If you yeah. look at some of our guests, we do have them come back. Uh-huh. When, you know. So we yeah, would. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. We'd love to definitely have you back. Great conversation, you know. So yeah, next it. time we'll bring some more cameras because that's why we want us wide angle here because everything else is pretty much we dry. Talk too long. That's what happened. We <laughs> talk a lot. <laughs> anyway, uh, lucky boys out, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one.